This is the Go Maluku Podcast. What's up, everyone? Episode 5 of the COVID-19 quarantine Q&A. And today I'm going to talk about what ifs after the World Conference on Indigenous Peoples. Um, talk a little bit about Indigenous Peoples in Europe, becoming a president, self-awareness, and empathy. So let's jump right into it. What would you have done differently after the World Conference on Indigenous Peoples? So I would not have done a lot of things differently after the World Conference. Um, first of all, because I'm not the person that like to dwell too much about the past. Um, but I do think a lot about the roads not taken. Um, so if I look at from that perspective, because to me it makes a huge difference between the two. Um, where we would have been if we did continue some sort of a global coordination when it comes to the NS participation process which required a lot of um, coordination between the regions, making sure that we had a global spread and support of states um, in terms of making sure that indigenous governments would have access and consultative and participatory status at the General Assembly. So when it comes to um, after the World Conference, post-World Conference thoughts, I think that's it. Otherwise, I I don't think that I would have done anything differently after the World Conference. You live in the Netherlands. Are you the indigenous people of the Netherlands? Yes, I do live in Holland, um, but not by choice because of a historical acts of forced relocation of my peoples. I'm not going to unpack that uh, in this Q&A. Um, I definitely, I would recommend you to listen to the first couple episodes of my podcast, which I'll unpack it at length uh, what's caused uh, what the cause of it is and what the ramifications were for my peoples that we now have approximately 60,000 souls uh, Maluku natives living in Holland and even though we're indigenous to the, the islands um, that are very far away down there in the Pacific between Australia and the Philippines um, so I'm not or we're not indigenous to the to Holland, the only Indigenous peoples that are in Europe that I, that I know of are the um, the Sami people, of course, in northern Scandinavia and Kola Peninsula. Maybe the Basque people are Indigenous. Um, it's up to them, of course. Um, as far as I, I know, they have been considering considering themselves as like minorities, so that's it's fine. That it's that's their choice. But we're not the original peoples of these lands of of, of Holland and all that. If you look at the Martinez Cobo study, it includes a working definition, and you need to be the well. Indigenous peoples are the original peoples of these lands. We're not. So, like, why would I consider myself indigenous to these lands? Like, I do recognize that that the Dutch have a certain have a responsibility over us because of what they did uh, in the past. They do have that, but like to say like we're indigenous to Holland, so Holland needs to respect our rights to um, uh, rights as indigenous peoples. Yes, they do, but not because of we're indigenous to this land, because that's uh, simply not true. Um, so 
yeah, definitely. Again, I'm not an Indian Studios lens. We are not an Indian Studios lens. And yeah, I see a lot of people though. Like you see those, those, those ceremonies that people are organizing, which is fine. And they align themselves with, with Indian peoples. Um, but it's very important to, that uh, we keep in mind that that working definition, that's what um, identifies Indian peoples not to find them. We don't have a definition of. Do you want to be president someday? What is your goal in the UN? President? Uh, no, I do not want to be a president. Simply because of the reason that um, I don't want to be the guy. I don't want to be, I do not want to be the guy that, you know, that is in front and center. Not because... I'm afraid of the spotlight or I'm afraid of stuff, other things. Um, I just want to be the guy counts on. So the behind the scenes guy, the, the, the person that takes care of business, that, that does the things so that the president in this case uh, is able to shine, right? Um, so definitely do not have an ambition to be the president of if we when we become independent again that, that I become a president no way that's not what I want to do what I want to be um, I just want to be I would just I just want to do the work I love doing the work I love doing the hustle behind the scenes work and that's my goal as well within the UN it is about doing all what's necessary behind the scenes um, if you look at the climate change negotiations you know like I if I have to be at the table I'll be at the table if you have to be at the press conference, I suck at it, but I'll do it. Um, if I had to moderate a, a press conference, that's differently. So I'll, 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 I'm fine with that. But um, to be the one on stage to, um, to deliver statements and to be on the spotlights, that's not for me. Like I have to, if I have to, I have to, I'll do it. But um, no, I'm much rather be like the one that goes stands in the back and watches other people shine because of the fact that I contributed to that to making that possible that is what my goal is so my goal is is actually is to create new platforms create new I call it the Antimbulo A-N-T-E-A-M-B-U-L-O basically what it says is like the the person that goes in first that um, crazy environment so that others may um, uh, yeah may, may so that others may benefit from it yes that's the word that I was looking for so I, I like to go in for example in the oceans negotiations like I set the framework or in the platform negotiations I go in as spokesperson in negotiations or lead negotiator I go in, um, set the framework, and then I step out. Like, I do not have the um, ambition of, all right, hey, I was the one that gave you this. So now you give me need to give me that role in when it's established. So like a expert member or the uh, member of the facilitated working group. Like, I did not, never had the ambition in the, in the climate negotiations for the platform to be uh, a member of the facilitating working work group and still do not have that ambition. Like I'm, I'm fine with, with that because it's all about 
and that's a process that I went through about self-awareness, about like, all right, I'm the more the behind the scenes guy, making sure that everything is, that there's an environment, this enabling environment, it's my task to create it so that, so that others may benefit. That is my task. That's it. Um, once that's done, I step out and go to the other process that, that needs it. So I went from climate change to oceans and who knows what, what comes next? Probably enhanced participation or like in parallel, like who knows? But like, I know where, I think that's self-awareness. Uh, yes, that not staying, not staying in your lane, but like this is where I thrive. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. It is mostly to inspire and empower to do that uh, by doing all this. So that others may benefit. So, hey, if I had to become president, fine. Like, uh, if if all the people on the islands want me to be president, like, like who am I to to say no? Um, but if I had the choice, and looking at like self awareness and what I'd like to do. Um, then I know that there's a lot of other people that are much more, much better capable of being a president of, of the Maluku Islands, you know, or, yeah, so, um, no, no president, just the guy, the guy counts, yeah, just being the guy that counts, <laughs> just being the guy the other guy counts on, or women, like, I don't have a preference. What's something that you do that others can do too and requires zero talent? What I do, um, deploying both self-awareness and empathy. Uh, those are the two things that I try to deploy as much as possible. So I explained a little bit about self-awareness before in the previous question. Empathy is something that the world is lacking right now, uh, mostly, well, with Coronavirus, maybe, like, maybe there's a little bit of hope for the world that we might be more empathetic to one, towards one another. But those are two things, actually, that you can deploy that doesn't require any investment um, in terms of monetary investments. It just has to, like, be, like, a state of mind. Like, think about it. Like, how am I self-aware? Can I be more self-aware? And empathy, how can I be more empathetic to others? You know, like it's very important. Like we live, we're all live on the same planet and it's make, making sure that we can all live right next to each other without killing each other and or whatsoever or doing something else that might hurt the other. So it is very important that we're all empathetic. So that's what I do. I deploy empathy and self-awareness. And it, it's, it's a struggle, you know, um, not, not a struggle. It's a process. Um, self-awareness is a process. So, because when you think you're aware, mm, at least for me, at least, when I think I'm aware, I just ask myself more questions. Um, so, for example, if I want to do something, I ask myself why, like seven times. So, for example, like I, I, I like I like these glasses that I wear, right? Um, why? I give an answer, then another why. So I start to ask that seven times, and then. At, Probably, usually, at the this, the answer of the seventh seventh why is, yeah, it it includes a lot of uh, a huge amount of self awareness. Uh, then, the glasses are not the best example, but 
um, when I step into a process, uh, when I go to the print forum, when I go into an participation meeting, or climate change, or biodiversity, or oceans, um, I ask myself, why am I doing this? Uh, what can I contribute? Uh, why? 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 How can I contribute? Um, it's all about um, being like in that right state of mind, um, aware of what you can do, what you cannot do, so that you can be effective. Um, be effective of your time um, while being at that meeting, for example. Empathy, yeah, I, I like to deploy empathy a lot. Um, I think it's because, it's because, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It is interesting to learn about other people's point of views. It is interesting to understand where people come from. Um, so, and you only get to that if you, do, if you deploy empathy and ask questions. Asking questions is, a, at least in my, from my point of view, a form of deploying empathy because um, you want to know you want to know something you want to understand a little bit better what the other person is thinking about um, so for example in negotiations as well like I like to deploy empathy uh, as much as possible I'm not giving away the house um, that's for sure but like trying to understand like how their position or their view relates to mine and the only way you can do that is by asking questions by asking questions that actually makes them want to answer those and not just ask a question because you want to have an in or a hook to respond. You know, that's not empathy. That is just being plain selfish. Um, so I ask questions a lot. I love to ask questions. I love the answers that people give. Um, any answer that people give is their way of answering it. So I'm fine with that. And, and that's my way of trying to develop and maintaining a level of empathy um, so that when it comes to these negotiations, for example, once we go, can go outside again and once we go, can go back to the UN or going to those meetings, that um, my level of empathy has not slipped through my, through my fingers, but it is actually continuously in, in development. So that is a little bit of what I think that others can do that requires zero talent. Um, self-awareness and and deploying empathy um, so yeah thank you for listening I hope I was of value to you please subscribe it would mean the world to me if you dropped a comment on my social media but most of all and before we run out of music have a great day yeah that sounded weird <laughs>